Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Excellent Podcast, the show where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host, Josh, and with me as always is... Your other co-host, Jason. What is going on, everybody? Uh, We are watching episode two of season two, isn't that right? It is, and the title of episode two, season two, is called It's Time, Ironically. Mm -hmm. It's not called It's Time, Ironically, it's just, ironically, it's called It's Time. There you go, I had to specify that. (laughs) Uh, So, what do you remember about this episode? Uh, honestly, nothing. Until I started watching it, everything sort of came back to me. Okay, so, so yeah, you definitely remember it as a kid then. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as time went on, and the show started, like, it was one of those back-ended episodes that you tend to forget, but if you saw it, or if you saw a scene of it, you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that. It was, like, one of those moments for me. Because I feel like this episode is, like, very heavily referenced in just regular show in general. Hmm. With how it is. Um, and I wrote a lot of notes down. I have a shit ton of notes for this episode. I think I did, too. Only because, like, wait, how long is this? It's, like, 11 minutes? Yeah. In that 11 minutes, I wrote about at least almost 20 bullet bullet points of notes. I, yeah, same... And not only did I write, like, a lot of notes, but every single note seems to be, like, like at least a couple seconds or sentences. Oh, yeah, right? so, yeah, so we're going to be pausing a lot. Yes, um, and I'm super excited to get in it again. Season 2, Episode 2, It's Time. Before we begin, we just want to remind you guys that our Twitter is at ExcellentPod, and you can find us on all, uh, or most major streaming platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Breaker and other things like that. And if you let us know on our Twitter that you gave us a review, a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, we'll give you a shout out on the show. The you didn't say that last week, did you? Uh, I mentioned something about no, I did say okay. that last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, cool, cool, cool. It's been like a long week. It feels like. We actually saw each other two Sundays in a row this past week, which was... uh, We did... We went to the mall that one time and then went to dinner. Then we had another dinner this past Wednesday, right? Yes. Or Wednesday, this past Sunday. Yeah, and CJ came along. Dude, I am so... By the way, I am so sorry. I didn't see you text text the group chat saying, hey, want to play bowling? Because I totally would have been down for it. Oh, no, it's fine. We ended up playing at the arcade, and it was super fun. Like, I just, like, and this is also, like, the second time we played in an arcade, which is a blast. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to play in arcades. Yeah. Please never, like, please don't let it die. Oh, yeah, no, like, I feel like arcades, like, it's been so long since I've played in an arcade, and, like, I used to play at those places all the time as a kid, and, mm-hmm. um... You know, it, it, I feel like arcades certainly have died down because, like, online gaming is a thing. Mm-hmm. So Home console gamings. Yeah, so being at an arcade itself is super fun. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite part of an arcade? Um, I really liked the racing games. Was That was mm. really fun. We played mm. a huge Mario Kart tournament, and we also played we a did. little bit of Guitar Hero the last time. Dude... Guitar, it made me want to play Guitar Hero again. Uh, I I used to own a Guitar Hero World Tour. 
back Ooh. in like fourth grade. I got it for Christmas. Hmm. I think my favorite part would be it, it would either be um Dan uh Dance Dance Revolution or uh just crane or just crane machine games because I love crane machines so much. Yeah. Oh expensive though. Yeah, they are. It's hmm. a lot of credits for that stuff. Well, <clears throat> since going moving past the arcade stuff, why don't we get on to the episode, shall we? Alright, for the intro, we actually are hearing scary music from a horror movie because we open in the coffee shop with Mordecai and Rigby watching a new movie trailer. Um, it's, it's a zombie apocalyptic movie and there's a narrator saying like, blood, guts, dinner. And the movie is revealed to be called Zombie Dinner Party. And Mordecai is saying how much it looks awesome and then Rigby reveals that he got them two tickets for opening night at 8 p.m. But then Mordecai says, ooh, I kind of got two tickets for Pajama Sisters 2. And Rigby says, like, oh, why? That's just a chick flick and not even the good kind. And then he goes on to say that, like, it's just going to be a bunch of girls sitting around talking about their feelings fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like what you said, uh, this is very different because it starts off with suspenseful like scary music as opposed to like the chirps and birds that we heard throughout season one and the first episode of season two yeah so this is i th i think didn't they don't they do different intros depending on like certain not like some episodes throughout the show have different intros besides the chirps and birds it's it's really all dependent on what's going on at the time of uh, the yeah. start of the episode Mm -hmm. And I feel like this would be, like, a perfect opportunity to do, like, scary music. Just, like, a good segue, you know? Mm hmm And also, uh, Cartoon Network actually showed uh, a violent... Uh, someone getting gutted in a kid's cartoon show. Yeah, I'm surprised that that wasn't cut out for that. Oh, or, it like, wasn't? In foreign versions. No, in foreign versions, it was, it was kept in. Oh, wow. Yeah, and... Huh. Speaking with the trailer, uh, I actually have this long paragraph that is straight from the fan wiki about the Zombie Dinner Party trailer. Okay. Um, we have an 80s pop culture reference right here. So, one of the scenes shown in the movie trailer for Zombie Dinner Party, namely the one in which several zombie hands break through a wall in order to grab a police officer, is reminiscent of a scene from 1985's zombie movie Day of the Dead. The character of Sarah, an American researcher living in an underground military bunker, walks towards a wall in order to change the date of a calendar, only to have several zombie hands burst through the wall. Both the police officer and Sarah are located in a similar white room with neon lights. Also of note is the fact that both scenes involve sleep, the police officer is woken up by the zombies, and Sarah was merely dreaming the zombie attack and is woken up from it. Hmm. So again, that is 1985. Day of the Dead. That's interesting. Huh. I would have thought it would have been referencing like uh, a diff like a different kind of zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, uh. well, we asked each other in the last episode for Elo Governor. Um, we asked, would you if you would watch Elo Governor or not? And I believe that we said that we that we would. So mm -hmm. that being said, would you watch Zombie Dinner Party? Do you know what's funny? What? I, I can watch 
zombie movies, but I can't watch any other kind of horror movies. Um, this past week, me and CJ watched Hereditary. It's a horror movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yo, it is fucked up. It is scary. I watched uh, Army of the Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was actually really cool. It was um, directed by Sna- Z- Snack. Zack Snyder, the one who also did Justice League, Watchmen, 300. I'm trying to think of what else he did. Uh, I think, oh, fuck. Yeah, those those are the only two that could pop into my head. You know, like, personally, like, I, I could handle zombie movies just like how you said yeah. you could. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, they say that, as like, scientists have said, like, a zombie outbreak can happen in real life. It's possible. But oh, well. at the same time, I feel like a zombie apocalypse is fictional enough for me to not, like, get super scared for it. Mm-hmm. But that's um, the thing, though, like... Uh, zombie flicks, I can handle because I, d- dude, it's simple how to kill them. Just kill them like any regular, like, okay, this is gonna sound really sus of me, but like, kill them how a human would, like, normally die from, you know, brain, brain damage. I mean, yeah, like, it's, well, the zombies weren't, were once humans, so it's all the same. Exactly, thing, so, you know? so that's why it doesn't scare me as much as, say, like, spiritual horror movies because like how the fuck are you supposed to kill a spirit yeah, without or... like if you if you don't have like a holy book or whatever uh when rigby says it's just a it's just two chicks talking about their feelings fully clothed i yeah. wrote down fully cl- in quotes fully clothed rigby horny <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like that i i put that down as an adult joke for this episode Oh really? Oh, you know that the you know that I think about it. Yeah, it's I completely. Dude, it's weird because we rarely have adult jokes in this show so far. Yeah. Uh, once so that's the why it didn't really caught my mind. Yeah, it's that's fair. So Mordecai pulls out two tickets to Pajama Sisters two, which uh, Rigby gets bummed out about because he already bought the tickets to Zombie Dinner Party. Uh, Margaret then comes in and says, "Hey, I'm sorry for the hold up with your food." Mordecai then tries to ask Margaret out, but he starts having, like, a nervous breakdown and starts sweating. Rigby comes in and makes a pun with uh, an espresso, saying, uh, sorry, Mordecai has trouble espresso himself. Really stupid. Uh, Margaret laughs and then walks away, and then Rigby acknowledges that he made Margaret laugh, which makes uh, Mordecai jealous. So, yeah, Rigby... He was all mad that, like, Mordecai got tickets. He's like, oh, why would you pick that movie? And then, obviously, we find out later, and Mordecai says, he's like, oh, no, I, like, I, I, I wanted to ask out Margaret with these two tickets. Um, and I said, I said this in the last episode, for whatever reason, Mordecai just loves watching chick flicks. Yeah, for, I, I think his, his cliche, that's the, the cliche that he has more... Uh, emotion. He's in a more emotional character than Rigby is. I mean, they're both emotional, but Mordecai is more on the lines of uh, rom coms, and that's his taste. Yeah, he he just has a soft side, I guess. But this is literally the second episode in a row where we have a both a horror movie and a chick flick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just had the idea of like, you know what? Let's just have the con. They they probably had a conversation saying, uh. To the same scenario, but told in different ways. Yeah, um, so I also wrote down that this episode right here 
is mm-hmm. very it is very important in the entire arc of Mordecai and Margaret for the whole series. Well, we'll get to that when we get there because I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I because think. if yeah, I mean, well, this is the first episode where Mordecai ever tries to like make a like a actual move on Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the creators kind of did a good job of establishing the kind of luck that Mordecai has talking to girls, mm-hmm. all in just these past ten seconds of him being like, oh, oh. uh, I, I don't know. That's all we need to know, mm-hmm. just to like know what kind of guy Mordecai is with girls. Honestly, so kind of funny. Honestly, I can relate to Mordecai because I cannot talk to girls for shit. No, I literally, because I'm not going to lie, and I'm pretty sure that, like, you're, you were like this too. Mm. Well, first of all, you and I were kind of each other's wingmen in, in middle school and stuff. Uh, like good times. <laughs> and it was bec- we unfortunately had the influence of regular show, or more so Mordecai. Mm-hmm. Dude, because Mordecai to- is, was our spirit animal at the time. Yeah, so we we were kind of like like Mordecai back in the day. It's it's so cringy to say. Eh. But like we watched regular show. Yeah, I mean he does have like the awkward qualities and mannerisms that we would both have. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I'm so those days were so awkward. I'm still dude. I still can't talk to girls. They're scary. I mean, I. See, I don't know. It's been a while since I've needed to talk to a girl that I was trying that I'm trying to get with, only because I've been we'll with be- CJ for a while. Yeah, I know. But maybe I could probably predict that when I was talking to CJ, I was a little weird. Not as weird as this, obviously, but you know. Dude, I'm always like Mordecai, where I'm just trying to find an excuse to talk, like try to make small talk, but then I end up not even saying anything because of. Bro, I'm trash at small talk. Oh, dude, I can't. Tr- I can't do that. I can't do small yeah. talk. That's why. That's why. Like every time, there is a girl that I want to talk to, it would be in a group, and then, you know, that's how most things end up being how they are. I could totally see that. Yeah. Yep. Because it's easier that way, honestly. You know, because uh, you've already like established some of like your interests with like the big group, and so it's not as awkward when you're just by yourself. You exactly. Know? So Mordecai is obviously jealous that Rigby is making Margaret laugh a bunch. And then um, Margaret comes back, and uh, I guess there's something wrong with the order. So Rigby asks Margaret if, like, everything's okay, if she has a, quote, full plate. Making Margaret laugh again, and Mordecai's not happy. Uh, So Margaret just says that she's a little stressed because she's moving out of her place today. So then Mordecai and Rigby offer to help her move. Um... And then Rigby, again, cracks another joke saying that it'll be a moving experience for all of us. And then Margaret laughs away walking and then Mordecai kind of kicks him under the desk. Rigby's like, dude, what's your problem? Mordecai's like, nothing. That's when Rigby points to Mordecai being like, dude, you're so jealous. And Mordecai's like, what? No, I'm not jealous. Like, you're just mad that I'm making her laugh and you're sitting there all like, oh, oh, oh. See, that's, that's the type of thing that friends would always do when... They know their friend if they know their friend very well and they know they're jealous about something, they'll instantly point it out to them. Like, dude, are Bro. you jealous? And like, no, fuck you mean. Yeah, not only that, but like I don't know, like the friend will ask their other friend if they're jealous and they're they already know the answer. Like the only reason they ask if they're jealous is because they know. And they I just don't... want they just want their friend to like admit, admit it, it. they like hearing it. 
Mm-hmm. Because uh, um, it, there's nothing more satisfying than being right. Yeah, and I don't. This reminds me. This entire scene that just happened. It reminded me of that that moment where it's like when you, your friend, are are hanging out with your girl, mm-hmm. and or at least the girl that you're trying to impress, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden your friend becomes a comedian. I don't think that's that scene right there. I don't think there's ever been a time where there has to been there has to have been a time, but I can't remember if I was the no. No, I was never the jokester. I was always in the back, quietly. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, there's a scenario that I'm going to connect to this episode that happened with me and you, but I'm going to wait until, like, we we see more of the episode so I can kind of compare it more. Okay. But I I think you're going to remember when I point it out. Yeah, because my memory is shit. (laughs) Uh, And you were so pissed off when it was happening, but, like, looking back, like, it's funny. That's what I like about going back through these uh, and talking about like the past and everything, especially when, and especially in middle school, because it w- maybe it was a ba- big deal back then, but nowadays it's just like, dude, what the hell were we doing? Like, it's honestly, for nothing. I just feel like we watch these regular show episodes and we're just watching ourselves because we were so like whether we were influenced by the show or not. I feel like you and I are just more to kind of Rigby. I feel like. Mm-hmm. In some ways or more. Yeah, I don't know. In ways that we could we could both be Mordecai sometimes, and then other times we could both be Rigby. Or or we can just both be Margaret and just be yeah. totally oblivious to people that like us. Oh, yeah, like MJ and apparently saying that. I, I don't know. fucking know that happened, <laughs> but you know what? I'll take it, I guess. Ah, oh, gosh, yeah. So weird. So we cut to uh, an hour later, technically, where Mordecai and Rigby are helping Margaret uh, move. Uh, Mordecai hypes himself up to ask Margaret, but he then stutters and asks, Have me pick pick up the box. And Margaret says, That's the last one, but be careful, it's pretty. And then Mordecai is struggling because the box is heavy. Margaret offers help, but Mordecai's like, Nah. Uh, then Rigby makes another stupid joke saying, oh, would you like brief or boxers and pulls up a box, an empty box, um, which uh, makes Margaret laugh and then walks off to go talk to the manager. Rigby walks over to Mar- our Mark. God damn it, pause it. We always have to explain these super fast. Jesus Christ. Because No, I know what's happening. It's just that I mix. I know it's Mordecai, but I end up saying Margaret because it's both it's I... saying M and M at the, at the end of the each uh, sentence. That's fair. I do that sometimes too. No, but um, so after Margaret leaves to go talk with the manager for whatever reason, uh, Rigby comes up to Mordecai and says, dude, just admit that you're jealous. And then uh, Mordecai is just like threatening Rigby saying like, no, I'm not. Just quit screwing this up for me, which Rigby isn't really screwing up anything. He's just making her laugh. Yeah. I have a note about this later on. That uh, it's literally just, like, about to happen. But, like, Rigby right now, as for right now, he's not doing anything wrong, you know? Yeah. He's just being Rigby. Um, I do want to talk about... Oh, yeah. When Mordecai was hyping himself up and then he, like, started to ask out Margaret. But then he, like, backed out at the last second. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there's that ongoing cliche when the guy's trying to ask out the girl. But he backs out mid-sentence and asks something else. Yeah. That's a uh, me- that, I'd do that too. 
Yeah, you know, where, because what the example here was when Mordecai was like, oh, hey, Margaret, would you like, uh, would you like for me to pick up that box for you? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, uh, we often see that in movies and stuff like that. I really wish I wasn't so damn awkward to, to talk to, like, not even just girls in general, just people in general. I mean, work, I don't know uh, why, but when I talk to people at work, it's easy because it's work. But when it's in real life and it's actually having a conversation with someone, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So Mordecai and Rigby just continue to argue, but then Margaret comes back and Rigby says, like, hey, so you're going to ask her out or what? So then Mordecai finally, like, like steps up and he's like, hey, so Margaret, would you like to... Um, Again, pulls a Mordecai, and he stutters throughout his whole sentence, and he just can't get it out. He just can't ask Margaret out for whatever reason. Um, so, a couple of seconds later, I guess Rigby is tired of listening to this. So, to spite Mordecai, he just chimes in, being like, Hey, Margaret, you want to see something cool? Bam! Two tickets to zombie dinner party tonight. Want to go with me? And then... Um, Margaret says, like, oh, shoot, you actually got tickets? Yeah, I'll totally go with you. Um, I'm kind of explaining ahead. But yeah, go. I, I know. Um, yeah, just for the flow. Yeah, go. Um, so Margaret is all like, oh, shoot, yeah, I'll totally go with you. And then she invites Mordecai to come along and be like, Mordecai, you got to come too. But then Rigby says, like, oh, Mordecai can't come because I only got two tickets. And then he kind of, like, put, like, waves the tickets in Mordecai's face all, like, like petty and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mordecai is... Like, he's all salty, be like, oh, no, it's cool. You guys have a good time. Have fun. Um, so, pausing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down that this right here, this is the point that I was just talking about. Mm. This is, like, the turning point in this episode. Because at first, at the beginning of this episode, Rigby was just cracking jokes because he's Rigby. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, he wasn't intentionally trying to make Mordecai jealous. Mm-hmm. But... The second he asked Margaret out, that right there was, like, for ill intent. That was when it turned into spite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I agree that Mordecai just needed to man up and ask her out already, but Rigby definitely opened up a can of worms here. He did. Right. um, And I feel like the only way Rigby said... Oh, yeah. We see here that... The only way Rigby says that he's going to call it off is if Mordecai admits that he's jealous. Uh, going back to the whole thing about, like, you just want your, you just want to be right. You just want to, your friend to admit that they're jealous, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's more of a pride thing because Rigby's not into Margaret at all, you know? He doesn't want, he doesn't need to or want to go on a date with her. He's just doing it to make his friend mad. Yeah, he's just teasing her, him. God. Yeah. Wh- which so is probably, kind of like, a dick thing to do to your friend. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. You ever have a friend that just totally backstabs you and asks out your girl? Anyways. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of an awkward silence there. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, that, uh, I felt that. Oof. I felt that from here. Oh, man. All right, so where are you at? <laughs> um... <laughs> So Mordecai just asks uh, Rigby for another chance, but uh, Rigby says, okay, I'll give you another chance if you admit you're jealous. But Mordecai refuses, and Rigby gives the first of the episode, and I think of the season, and then we then cut to the house where Mordecai, or where Rigby is looking up uh, the review for Pajama Scissors 2, 
And uh, one of the reviews says this is lame, and another one says it's horrible. Rigby points out that Pajama Sisters 2 sucks. And hold on, pause it. Yeah. So he he then points out to Mordecai, like, oh, look, Pajama Sisters 2 is is bombing, just like how you were with Mar- with asking out Margaret, which was, like, not gonna lie, a pretty big, pretty big roast. No, yeah, I gotta fucking give that one to Rigby. And then oh, uh, after after he makes that actual amazing roast, he gives off the second O of the episode. Yeah. Why don't which, you finish off this whole O montage? Okay, so yeah, basically, uh, we cut to the kitchen where Mordecai and Rigby are with Muscle Man. Rigby is explaining with uh, Muscle Man that uh, guess who's not going? Or wait, what is there? He's I think he said like something about. Yeah. Um, he says, like, you know what I like? He's like, hey, Muscle Man, you know what I like about Margaret? The way she's not going out with this guy. Okay, so um, wait, hold on. What, during that entire sequence, I counted three more O's. One from Muscle Man and Rigby, and then a fifth one from both of them. So I don't know if that counts um, or not, but we'll discuss it later. I, I, I wrote down the, yeah, no, go on. I was going to say, like, but no, that was the second greatest roast of all time. Okay, so then we cut to the next scene where Mordecai and Rigby are playing video games, and Rigby is taunting Mordecai by beating him in an, in a video game, surprisingly. Um, but, uh, so Rigby wins, and the video game characters start making out, and Rigby imitates this by making disgusting noises, and then gives off, I think, the 6-0. Two things bother me. One, Rigby actually won in a video game, Two, uh, there was a dis- oh, God, there was kissing in a kid's cartoon, especially when it's like pixelated uh, figures. And I can't believe they did. Yeah. I'm, wait, did they censor that at all? Uh, nope, nothing was censored in this episode. Oh my it's God, crazy. Jesus! <laughs> that's what surprised. That's what I was questioning. Like, how did they? Mo- how did they let this episode slide? Yeah. Oh man, crazy stuff. Uh, but with this entire montage that we just watched, uh, I, I also counted five entire O's mm-hmm. for that little section right there. Um, and then we have the sixth one that happened just before that with Rigby. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Rigby imitates like the making out from the video game, he says that um, there's only one hour till my date, and that's exactly how it's going to go down. Uh-oh. Um... I feel like, uh, again, like I said, Rigby's not even into Margaret, but if he would to if he would go as far as making out with her just to make his friend jealous, that is just next level spite right there. I think he's just he's just being a dickhead at this point. I mean, he was being a dickhead when he when he asked her out, but still, like going further is just nah. Yeah, um, cause like I I can't imagine Rigby and Margaret together, and oh, I'm, definitely and not. again, yeah, and it's not like Rigby even wants to be with her. He's mm-hmm. all doing it to make yeah. Do fucking <sighs> if is is there any like Rigby and Margaret stands out there? I'm pretty sure there is. There's some weird stands out there that like I don't know why. Yeah, there's a Mar- there's a Mordecai and oh fuck, I almost forgot. Uh uh uh. uh, uh, uh. Fuck, wait, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, the, the one Eileen. Rigby? Nope, nope, nope. Oh. Mordecai and Eileen. 
Got it. I almost called her something else. Uh, I don't. I what's their ship name? I, I see. I don't even know what it is. Marlene. Want to know? Mordeline. Mordeline. Yeah, probably Mordeline. Um. Regret. Or Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai and Margaret. I think it, it, it's it's Mordoret. 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 Is that ca- like is that actually what it is? Or Margaret Kai. Mar Margaret I. Margaret- I don't fucking know. It's so weird. No, but like Rigby and Margaret mixed together is I just thought about it as like regret or something. <laughs> oh shit, is that a hidden meaning right there? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, Rigby and Margaret stands, I'm sorry, but your ship names is kinda it's kinda foreshadowing what what a lot of people wouldn't want. No offense. Yeah. No offense, just saying. I can't see it. I don't know if you can see it either. Nope. Nope. So we cut to the next scene where the grandfather clock reads 7.45 p.m. Um, I'm not sure if Mordecai changed this clock, which we're going to learn in a second. That's that's what he did to the clocks. But um, if the movie premiere starts at 8 p.m., they better get going. All I'm, that's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so Rigby walks in, and he has a tie, and he has his hair all nice, and... um. um and he's like, okay, I only got 20 minutes to my date. And then Mordecai starts to laugh and he's like, huh, are you sure it's only 20 minutes? And then Rigby turns around his watch to find out that he, that Mordecai stole his watch battery. Then Mordecai is like, oh, it could be 20 minutes to a date or it could be an hour or maybe you already missed it. Um, and then Rigby says like, oh, whatever, I'm going to find out what time it is. And then we're basically just taken through this long montage of, it's kind of like a chase scene where Rigby's trying to find every single clock on the house, but Mordecai, like, grabs it at the last second. Um, and it's kind of comedic, because, like, uh, one of the clocks is Pops' is, like, uh, cuckoo clock, which he takes from him. It ends with them running into the kitchen, and Mordecai covers up the clock on the microwave with his hand, so Rigby can't see. Um, I was able to pause it, like, at just the right frame. Um, that clock reads... 7.58 p.m. So, Rigby 100% missed his date. I mean, he 100% missed his date in general when when we watched, uh, when we keep watching the episode. But yeah, you're right. He yeah. definitely missed it. Yeah, well, whether, like, whether the next scene where they got transported, like, whether it happens or not, he, he would, would miss it anyway. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that, uh, Fucking Mordecai taking out the watch batteries. I wrote down like, dude, Mordecai has gone hella crazy. Just because of this fucking yeah. stupid jealousy shit. I mean, I don't know, like... I feel like both of these characters are being petty as hell. They probably, yeah. Like, so much of this could have been prevented. Like, Rigby didn't have to do what he did, and Mordecai didn't have to do what he's doing, you know? Yeah, Mordecai just needed some balls, man. Uh, Rigby threatens Mordecai that you're ju- that he's just jealous. Mordecai's just like, no, I'm not jealous. So he start- sticks all the clocks into the microwave and presses the button to microwave them all. Rigby tries to get all the clocks from the microwave, but they start struggling, thus uh, bumping into the microwave, and then uh, it starts electrocuting and then shocking them into, I guess, another dimension or teleportation, like time travel. Pause it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, once they go through a little, like a little, like time hole, I guess they start zipping through space 
uh, in the background is actually, as always, the regular show background, of which course, is always yeah. which is always good. So Mordecai and Rigby are still arguing about uh, how one of the others fall. Mar- or Mordecai blames Rigby for stealing Margaret. Rigby, but Rigby says like I just wanted to watch zombie dinner party with my bro. He pushes uh, Mordecai, but he doesn't budge. Uh, Mordecai pushes him back, but he's stronger, so he pushes Rigby off the microwave, thus killing Rigby in a very gruesome way. Yeah, this scene creeped me the hell out when I was little. Yeah. Like, just seeing, like, Rigby's body just disintegrate and wet away into, like, the dust. Mm-hmm. Um, that always creeps me out. But, yeah, uh, this this scene right here, oh, my gosh, like, people talk about it all the time. This And th- that's why this episode is, like, so heavily referenced. Um, and, yeah, like, what can I say? He just... This is this right here is the main example of why Morde- uh, people say that Mordecai is a simp. <laughs> because he killed his friend over a girl. He killed his friend all to get a girl. Like, come on. I would. I, I could never. I'm. I would have a few words with the person, in both ends, but I wouldn't kill them. Killed my friend for it. Like shit. Yeah. Um. So I asked myself the question, and this is my notes for it, mm. this part right here. Um, whose side are you on? Because personally, I feel like they're both in the wrong, like I said before. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Rigby's side because all he wanted to do was just hang out with his bro, but he didn't have to spite his friend like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also see Mordecai's side because I'd be pissed. Um, but then, I don't know, Mordecai literally kills Rigby, which I mean that automatically puts me on Rigby's side. Because mm-hmm. you could you could forgive a friend for backstabbing you, like how Rigby did, but you can't forgive death, you know? There's just no no question. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat with you now that you explained it. Because I, I was going to say, like, eh, I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I'm kind of split in the middle, but the more when you explained it, yeah, I'm sort of on Rigby's side for this. Because... I mean, yeah. He didn't right. have to. But with just, he didn't have to take it that far. But but Mordecai took it further than that. Because, like, I I don't want to be on Rigby's side, but the only reason I am is because Mordecai did something that's just borderline, like, unforgivable. Exactly. Like, how you, know? uh, you can't fucking, like, even in the next, I'm going to go ahead a little bit, but, or I'm going to yeah. say a little bit of what, uh, ahead. Uh, Mordecai <laughs> even tries to apologize to a... I'm not going to say who yet, but he tries to yeah. apologize to for killing him, but obviously saying sorry isn't going to bring him back. Yeah, you know. Especially where in the current state that he's at, he's like he killed Rigby. Yeah, it's terrible. Um <laughs> I I also wanted to make a point. So, do you remember um in 8th grade when you were uh with Izzy? Mhm. That girl Izzy, um mm-hmm. So, I remember it was it was at her birthday party that was at Izzy's house. Oh, my and God. Oh, no. I'm getting flashbacks now. Do you remember? I think you might remember the story. It's I think so I do. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, at this party, it was me, you, Izzy, Whitney, and Alex Alfaro. Do you I don't, remember him? Fuck, I don't like him. I really don't like okay. him. No, but keep Whitney going. I remember this later. story. Okay. So... <laughs> 
you um at the that entire party i you guys were dating at the time and i guess um so before you guys dated me and izzy had a thing mm. but like that that didn't really turn it into anything but obviously like you kind of still had your suspicions because like you can't change the fact that like we've had a thing before but you guys are dating now but mm-hmm. you know you, you can't help but like wonder because like stuff like still might linger in your mind or whatever like yeah, that. yeah yeah so um for i guess for that entire party you were just like thinking to yourself being like oh like they seem to be like having a lot of fun with each other and things like that um and alex he knew all like how you were feeling and he was kind of like teasing you throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. um <laughs> so you had to leave the party uh early ish and after you left we were just like chilling in izzy's like living room or something like that mm-hmm. and then me and izzy were sitting next to each oh, other on the couch oh yeah i remember this picture i have it in my head oh you my god this, yeah. yeah i do so when me and izzy were sitting next to each other alex took a picture of us he oh. posted it on instagram yeah so he posted it on instagram tagged you in it, and captioned it, cute couple. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was, like, I saw that notification, and I was just like, Alex, you have to delete this right now. And he's like, nope, I'm not deleting it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. And then, like, uh, it, it turned into, like, this this big thing. Dude, but, I don't even um, remember any of it. Like, I buried it so deep in my mind now that you brought it up. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what the fuck was I on? Oh my gosh. Hey, it was like that middle school jealousy, I guess. I don't know. And so, the reason I connect that story to this episode is because, like, I feel like a scenario like that is just this entire episode as a whole. You know what I mean? I am so glad you brought it back up. It's just, it's so, so funny. funny. Oh my gosh. I'm so, dude... How do you remember these things and I don't? I just remember the most random stuff. That that's the thing about me. Like my family has always said that and even like some of my other friends, like they they say that I remember the most like weird scenarios that like I we, we oh. could just like be in the in like chilling in a room and I would start like laughing to myself out of nowhere and then be like, What are you laughing at? Oh, and I'd dude, be like Oh god. Yeah, and I'd be like, Oh, this one time in third grade and eighth grade and, and they're like, How do you remember? Well, she has two kids now. Yep, yes she does. Yep. You know what, good for her. You know, I actually saw her at Walmart a while back. Oh, did you guys talk? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because she was with her mans. Ah, uh, yeah, and when we say mans, we mean mans. I, I mean the first one. E- even then, mans. Even mans. Yeah, it's... Oh, oh God. I don't think Ooh. I could. I don't think I could ever. Talk. I mean, I talked to her over DMs, but I don't think I could like actually talk to her. Cause I don't know why. I don't think. Yeah, I can. there's no reason. There's no reason for you to. Yeah, no. But she reached out to me. Oh, okay. Well, what, uh... yeah. And she. It was just basically catching up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh wait. I, I remember. I... Hmm. What? Oh no! I was just gonna say that because I remember she reached out to me too one time, like after she moved away, basically saying like. Hey, like I, I've I've been doing a lot of thinking or whatever since I've moved away, and I've I want to like apologize for being a shitty friend to everyone or something like that. I don't know. What do you mean, she, dude? She wasn't. Oh my god. I don't. I don't even know anymore. But um, what was Fuck I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Um, recently, do you remember? Uh, you can bleep out her last name. Uh, okay. Sam. Hmm. Yes. 
she reached out to me when you posted oh, when shit. you when you posted that uh Schwam picture, the one that I looked fucking awkward in. <laughs> I could have been squatting. Okay. Hey, we needed to get the angles right. Mm. No, but uh, yeah, she messaged me saying like, uh, it was ba- it was just basically like um. Saying like, oh yeah, how have you been? And all that. I was like, oh wow, this is coming out of nowhere. But yeah, I'm good. Uh, okay, yeah, because you guys dated in sixth grade, right? Yep. There, dude, I just oh. dated a whole lot of people. Bro, what the hell was middle school? Honestly, so um, pff, my that was pre that was that was fuckboy Josh before fuckboy was even a thing. Oh gosh. Anyways, moving on to the episode. Uh, <laughs> So Mordecai is transported into another room where um, it seems like all the furniture is invisible because he gets knocked down and he's like walking on an invisible floor. And he like, he tries to like say, like call hello to everyone and then he like kind of feels his way around and then he finds that there's like invisible furniture and he puts his hands on something and then he accidentally knocks whatever invisible thing that's there down and then he like backs up more and he keeps knocking a bunch of things down, but obviously he can't see it. And then we hear a voice saying like, hey, who's screwing around in there? All of a sudden, we see a bunch of different clocks just like, like speed and warp into like a little spiral. And then it reveals this gigantic clock um, figure thing. You almost said monster. And, um, I was yeah, I was gonna say monster, but like that he's not a monster, but like yeah, he's, he's not a monster. He has a hat on. Yeah, so he's wearing like kind of like a is that a bolero hat? I, I'd say I'd say that I'd say it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they uh, his his head is kind of like a clock, and the two little clock hands kind of resemble a mustache. I like that little like mm-hmm. like a like detail thing that they did there. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, like, he has a big, like, low voice, and he's like, oh, so it's you. Mordecai's like, who are you? And he's like, I am Father Time, and you're the one who's been going around microwaving all my clocks. Um, And so basically, he's Father Time, like, he lays it out on Mordecai. He's like, you wasted my time, you wasted your time, and you really wasted the time of that guy that you killed because he's dead. Um, And then Mordecai apologizes it, like you were saying. Um, and then he asks if there's a way that he could be brought back. And Father Time is like, nope, his body has been blown into bits of star stuff. And now you have to spend eternity here at the end of time, all because of your petty jealousy. So then Mordecai says like, dude, I'm not jealous. And then Father Time's like, yes, you are. Like, this is what everyone's been telling you. Um, so Father Time says like, peer into my truth hole. And like, there's like this big gaping hole that appears in the middle of him. And, um, there's an hourglass, and Mordecai is taken through, like, a montage of how his day has gone, and, um, I guess Father Time just shows him, like, like, flashbacks of all the examples of whenever, like, Rigby made Mordecai jealous, like, the boxers thing, the making out with the video game thing, um, taunting him with Muscle Man, and then it ends with, uh, Mordecai seeing the scene of him killing Rigby, um, so that kind of puts some sense into Mordecai's head, being like, all right, it's true, I am jealous of Rigby. Um, and then he kind of gets a little sentimental. He's like, like even though like Rigby's kind of annoying, he's still my best friend. Um, but then Father Time, uh, he 
well, Mordecai tells Father Time, he's like, you know, you're right, I, I deserve to be trapped here. Um, do you have any notes about this? Uh, well, basically, I, I put it at the end of what I said, or on my notes, but basically, like, uh, Mordecai does learn a valuable lesson that, like, uh, that he finally saw, if, when he looked through, was it the time hole or whatever, the reflection hole? Yeah. Um, he's just, like, he finally sees how he was acting, and I think that's, like, a, a growth in Mordecai during this scene is, like, where he's seeing himself through, I guess, our eyes, because we, as audience, saw how jealous Mordecai was, but Mordecai himself couldn't see that, because he was, it was almost like the blinded by rage kind of thing. Yeah, because the note that I had is, um, at first, I was going to say that throughout this montage that Mordecai was kind of like being guilted for feeling jealous, but honestly, he needed to see it. Yeah. Because um, Mordecai, he had a reason to be jealous, like, ah, uh, sure, definitely, but it was only wrong when he didn't want to admit it, admit it and literally killed his friend over it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, and I think seeing himself kill Rigby kind of showed, finally opened, or was a big eye-opener to him, be like, oh, I guess I really was jealous, and not, I killed my best friend, and I don't know what to do now because I killed him. And all they want, and yeah. now all he wants is for him to come back. Father Time then says, "House guests really annoy me because Mordecai basically just ruined his living room, which he can't really, which Mordecai can't really see." Mordecai apologizes, and then he asks for a duo, or Father Time gives Mordecai a do-over, um, but it gives Mordecai the lesson, like, "But remember, stop bottling up your emotions because if I see you back here again, you'll be sorry." Uh, and then he, then Father Time gives. Uh, Mordecai at the time pony, which again he can't see, but Father Time's like, oh, he's right next to you. Mordecai pats like an invisible horse, which I guess he's. Uh, Mordecai sits on the horse backwards. We, we, well, we can kind of incentivize that Mordecai is sitting backwards on it. Yeah, because Father Time is like, that's how you sit that's... on a time pony, and then Mordecai's like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, so th- <laughs> then Father Time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, and then Mordecai is taken back in time through the beginning of the episode where Mordecai repeats the line, like, oh, well, or where Mordecai and Rigby are sitting at the coffee shop watching the zombie dinner party movie. It's going all over. It's a full cycle, except this time Mordecai then admits, or when Rigby then uh, points out to Mordecai that, like, that he's jealous because he made Margaret laugh. Mordecai was about to say, like, no, I'm not, but then he stops himself and says, like, you know what? Yeah, I am a little bit jealous, which <laughs> is the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, because, like, obviously, like, if I was Rigby and Mordecai was like, oh, yeah, yeah maybe I'm a little jealous. Yeah. If I was Rigby, I'd probably be like, okay, kind of okay. weird, but all right. But um, it makes sense when you know Mordecai's, like, everything that Mordecai just went through. Yeah. Um, and I guess, like, in a way, it's kind of, like, um, it's kind of weird thinking that, like, Mordecai is now living, like, in a branch uh, reality. Yeah, and because, like, he, he's living his life all over again, like, or up to that point, and Rigby has no, like, he has no idea that anything happened, mm-hmm. and it only makes me wonder if Mordecai ever told Rigby later on of what he went through. And because like I, I would imagine that it would probably be like 
like a little it would probably freak rigby out being like holy shit so like we're like we're living like a, a second reality right now like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even supposed to like be we're not supposed to be where we are right now um because i've heard that i don't know what uh this theory is called but there's some theory where mandela effect apparently no no, no not not mandela or or maybe it's the mandela butterfly effect, effect but um uh, so I don't know, but what it is is basically, apparently every single time you make a decision, there is a second reality of what would have happened if you made the other decision, and like in the background, that reality like just goes on and it just keeps going, um, and there's like that alternate universe where it's like it's going on right now, but it that entire like life is filled with the other scenario. I want to. Can I? Can Can I personally go to that time? Because I know. I know a thing. You know what I'm talking about. I want to go back to that time, so I can live in that second reality and not this one. I don't know. There. Yeah. There have been times where I'm like, oh, geez, like I, I, I made the wrong decision, or I wish, I wish I knew what would have happened if I have gone to the other choice and stuff like that. But. Um. So I, I totally see what you're saying. But do you know what's the crazy part is? What? If I were to go to that second reality, do you know how drastic other people's lives would be if I made that one decision? Because um, a lot of people's decisions... I know all of our decisions aren't like interconnected in a way, but they are somehow. Because if you make a decision, that means another person's decision is being made. And another... You know, it it's all connected. And, yeah, you know, because like... Let's say that, like, two people meet each other at the same place at the same time. Both of those people wouldn't have been there if they hadn't made every single decision in their life prior to that, you know? Yeah. And there could be a single decision that would have caused them to not be there at that moment to meet you. Mm-hmm. As well as yourself. You could have made a decision that caused you you to not be there. So, that's... I don't know, like... A, and then that's why it goes into, like a like, a bigger, like like discussion because like do you want to even like know those scenarios or like uh, you you have the ability to like and the right to like wonder mm-hmm. but like a part of me is glad that we don't have that option because if we were able to go back in time or like choose which option to go by in life we wouldn't be the people that we are today you know true how because I- like Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, you you make decisions, you make the right decisions, and you make the wrong decisions. And whether they were the right or wrong ones, both of them made you into who you are today. So if you were to change that, you wouldn't be, like, at all the person that you are today. Honestly, me personally, I wish I had the power to see alternate realities. Not because I would want to make those kind of, like, not just to make, myself because that's selfish if i had if i was the only person to have my own perfect life i just want to see the i just want to have that power just to see the outcomes like if i make a decision already right say i didn't want to do the podcast today mm-hmm. i want to see and i moved on with my life i would want to go back and see what would happen if i did do it and what changes would bring from it you know, yeah, you see what definitely. I'm trying to say here. I could totally see that. Yeah. Like I want to do it after, but not before. Um. I yeah. I totally agree. Like I. I would definitely like love to see 
uh, like different scenarios play out in my head. But mm-hmm. like I, I'm glad that I don't have the option to live in them. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I don't know. Like maybe I don't want to see the other scenarios because uh, there's this episode of Rick and Morty. Um, you might know which one I'm talking about. I don't know the title of it, but there's this episode where um, the characters are watching like different TV channels, mm-hmm. and um, every single channel is a different like scenario of how their lives would have turned out in in like an infinite amount of realities mm-hmm. and beth is the one that's like most affected by it because in one life she sees that like she goes on to become like a, a huge celebrity in another life she goes on to become like the most biggest like world-renowned horse surgeon and i don't know it's like she i guess she kind of gets depressed by like how like great her life could have been but it's not mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like the whole concept of the, of the episode is where, like, remember, you're watching an infinite amount of realities. So, like, you could be, like, whoever you want to be. Because, like, people don't understand how big infinite is. If you gave an infinite number of monkeys an infinite number of, of like, typewriters, one of them will eventually type out the entire script to regular show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's infinite, you know? Mm-hmm. Because and, there's bound to be at least one. Right. So that's why, like, Beth couldn't get, like, so, like, sad over it. Because, like, at the same time, even though she could have been, like, a super big celebrity, she there are channels where she was, like, like super depressed or, like, homeless and everything Jason? like that. You know, so, like, anything could happen, you, you know? Cu- for me, it's, you cut out there, so I couldn't hear a, a single thing. Oh. Uh, uh, I mean, well, you can keep it in. Are... Just know that I couldn't hear what you just said. Oh, I, you cut out every now and then, too. Oh, uh, well, no, we still have ba- our audio. Basically, what I'm saying is that, like, you be content with the life that you live in. Because that's what makes you, you. Yeah, but no matter, remember, kids, no matter how shitty of decisions you make, those are the ones you chose, and those are the ones you have to stick with. As much as you hate it, trust me, I can relate to it. Jason knows what I'm talking about. As much as you hate it and want to go back, you can't change it. It's it's the path you chose. Just roll with it. And, and that being said, you instead of looking at it as, why is this happening to me? Look at it as, what is this trying to teach me? Exactly. And we leave it at that. Dude, this is a lot of talk about time travel. Bro, this is like, this got like philosophical right now. I don't know why. Dude, because time travel is like, a, it's such an interesting concept to talk about. Because yeah. you could talk about it for day, for years and still not get a, a fucking, you still couldn't get a precise answer. Because there's so many yeah. arguments intertwining with one another. Yeah, it's so crazy to think about. And that's why I like talking about time travel and space. Me too. Alright, so why don't we go to lunchtime? Yeah, so I won't have to talk about space and time anymore. <laughs> lunchtime. 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 So, do we, do we want to... Do we want to explain it? Yeah, it's the first couple episodes. Why not? Okay, go ahead. So, what basic basically what lunchtime is, if you're new, 
basically after we watch the episode we break it all this is the breakdown portion of the episode we go through the antagonist the protagonist uh if there were iconic moments the songs and whether we like basically whether we liked it or not yeah and um we are also going to introduce a new section for season two in lunchtime um was this episode skippable or is it a must watch for Mm. a regular show well let's go down the line shall we Mm-hmm. So, for this episode, who do you think the protagonist was? The protagonist for this episode was most definitely Mordecai. Really? What'd you put? I was gonna... Uh, wow, actually. I'm kind of stumped. Because I was gonna say pro- probably neither. No one was. Well, I I put... I could see how it could be like kind of both of them, because they, they both played like a huge role. But Mordecai was the one that like kind of had that huge like life moment at the end. Yeah, and he learned a huge life lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I say it's Mordecai. Well, it's funny because I put Mordecai as an antagonist. I yeah, I for the antagonist, I put that. I wrote Rigby's kind of the secondary antagonist because he kind of incited shit too yeah but the true antagonist was mordecai definitely most definitely because he killed rigby like how can he not yeah you know come on but so honestly for for me protagonist i didn't think it was either of them because they were both being dickheads to each other yeah which then makes them both antagonists towards each other yeah i could see that with no right or wrong on with no right or wrong on either side yeah, fair. So, for the amount of... we there, I can tell you this for sure. There were no hmms in this episode. There were zero hmms. But how many O's did you get? I think I got six. I also got six, Okay, yes. good. Uh, this is actually... I think this is the most O's that we've ever had in an episode before. Almost definitely. Oh, God, I can't... Oh, I can't wait to get to the movie and, he, and watch or and fucking count those out. Yeah, we're not going to be breaking down the movie for a couple of years, but there's going to be a still, lot there. Yeah. I can already tell. Um, so, that puts us at, for the entirety of the regular show series, we have 20 O's and 13 hmms. I think O's are more, are going to be more common only because it's like, it's such an iconic thing to both of them. Yeah, and um, there would be more hmms, because whenever we count the hmms, we count like, how many like groups of hmms we don't count every individual because <laughs> then that would be like just way too much to count oh yeah definitely so just one cons- yeah. consist of oh or hmms yeah uh i was gonna say the next one but we still have to establish the ad- adult joke for this episode yes which so, was um the adult joke was fully clothed when Rigby said fully clothed. Yeah, he, he had to say it in like, oh, fully clothed, which... Yeah, like he, he was complaining that they were. Yeah, but oh my god. Would you... Okay, let's be honest. Would you want to watch that movie? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, P- Pajama Sisters 2? Like, whether they were fully clothed or not, just the title of it, probably no. No, well, it doesn't... Well, I'm not saying if they were fully clothed or not. I'm just saying like... Does the title Pajama Sisters catches your attention? Oh, no way. Okay. No. Yeah, neither would I. <laughs> Who would buy tickets to that? 
Uh, Mordecai. Mordecai would, because he has a soft spot for rom-coms. And who the fuck had the idea to make a sequel? <laughs> oh yeah, this was the second one. If it, if it like, did... Oh, God. Uh, the, the fucking trailer for Pajama Sisters 2 is, like, the two, like, girls fighting, and then, like, or pillow fighting, and then one of them's like, Why doesn't anybody like me? Uh, uh, why doesn't he like me? Oh, I forgot to point this out. Uh, that I think the person who or the girl who was talking was JG talking. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, I think I think I remember saying that to myself too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the next one, I think we both know what iconic moment of this episode was. Um, I wrote the iconic regular show moment of its time was Mordecai killing Rigby. Def- most definitely that time. Uh, most definitely oh, that shit. moment because that was, and it's only the second episode of season two. Like, how do you, how do you like, technically kill off a character that early into a series? Yeah, like imagine if they didn't find a resolution, the series would like not only would it be the end for Rigby and his character, but like. What is regular show without Mordecai and Rigby? Because Rigby's dead and Mordecai's locked off at like the, the time place. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think um, the creators originally planned to have Rigby die, but with the feedback and uh, the backlash of it all, they're just like, oh, this was like they experimented with the idea, and they showed it with this episode. I mean, they, obviously they had more throughout the season, but. What if this was... Well, I... Hmm? Uh, well, I mean, he was killed and brought back in one episode, so I don't think the audience ever got to, like, experience a time, like, a long time where Rigby wasn't there. I know. Um, but... But, I, 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 I don't know. Personally, I think that the creator was, like, purposely killed Rigby with the intent of him being, like, coming back at the end. Yeah, because I remember in Family Guy, they did that with Brian. Brian... Which, he actually didn't show up for, like, a good two or three episodes, I don't think. I remember I, I remember when Brian got killed in Family Guy, and there was this one Family Guy fan that got a tattoo of Brian saying, like, Rip Brian, <laughs> only oh for him to God. come back. Like, see, I have a Rigby tattoo, sure. But he's but not like, dead. Wow. Yeah, but th- that guy that got the... <laughs> oh, oh wow. my goodness. But, yeah, um... That, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think the creators like kind of experimented with that idea? Um. Well, I, w- I would I, think so. I did notice that Rigby has died quite a few times in regular show. Oh, definitely, and I think Mordecai barely has died. But like, like no, I don't. I don't think he has died once. Because I I know like the Halloween specials they die. Those don't count. But we're talking like mainline, not special kind of episodes. I'd say Rigby takes the cake for most deaths. Yeah, because he died in this episode. He died with the the Skips Play Coram Boy episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, He died for the the excellent episode. Yeah. Yeah, so quite a bit. So I can can already tell that this next one, uh, there were no songs in this episode. No, there's no featured songs for its time. Uh, so, let me ask you this, Jason. How, how much of this episode did you remember prior to watching it? Um, I remembered this, uh, for the memorability scale before watching it, I, I had it as a five, honestly. 
I had as a four? As a five. As a five. Oh. Um Yeah. I'll be honest, I had it as a if we're talking memorability school, yeah, I had mm, no, I wouldn't put it as a five. I think because I told you this before we started recording, I didn't remember the episode until I it started I started watching it and it started clicking with me. So I'd say like a solid three point five in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's the final verdict that you give it. Yeah, which um, um which uh, moves on to the next one, which is do we watch do is it like a must watch episode or do we just plan out skip it? Um, so if you wanted to like take up regular show and start watching it, um, this is definitely a must watch because there are episodes that like you could that you could like get away with skipping. Uh, you know, because, like, it's just, like, yeah, not as good as the other ones. But this one, I feel like, personally, this is a must-watch. Definitely a must-watch. Because it it's a pivotal uh, little character arc for Mordecai. And, and for like, Mordecai not, and Rigby in general, sorry. Yeah, but, like, not only that, but it sets up the whole arc of Mordecai and Margaret and their love story. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I cannot wait for those. I think uh, the Mar- the Mordecai Mordecai's relationship arc... Like, everything, every relationship he's been through, I think those episodes intrigued me the most. Because it was so relatable. Yeah, and I like how in later seasons, they actually, um, the episodes actually are, like, set in little sections for arcs. Because right now, for regular show, every single episode is kind of a standalone. Yeah. But later on, in, like, like seasons, like, four or five or whatever, there's actually, like, some episodes that wouldn't make sense if you hadn't watched the previous, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, which I kind of like that. Uh, so that uh, then brings us to our next one. Uh, shit. Wh- whether it was a good or bad episode. Alright. I gave this episode a good. What? I also give this episode a good. What? All right, because it's we've been we've been saying this throughout the entire episode that it's so good it's so uh, important to the story and how it, for both Mordecai and Rigby. Yeah, because like if you want to get fully invested in a regular show, you cannot you can't not watch this episode. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, so um, any final thoughts like after after watching this? Uh. Don't kill your friends over a girl because that's very simp of you. That is next level simp, man. I, I remember there was a discussion on Twitter where um, the word Mordecai was actually trending. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Apparently, uh, people were debating online who's the bigger simp, Mordecai from Regular Show or Finn from Adventure Time. I think um, I think I voted Mordecai, but in my head, I, I didn't want to do that to Mordecai. So I think in my head, I voted Finn, but realistically, it was Mordecai. I could, I mean, they're both simps, yeah, but like the episode that like the that people were mainly arguing for Mordecai's case was this episode right here. He kills his best friend. Like that is whenever someone asks why Mordecai is a simp, ninety percent of the time they reference back to the time Mordecai killed Rigby, mm-hmm. and that's what makes Mordecai a simp. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh season two episode two it's time mm-hmm. and wait what's the next episode called i um i clicked out 
I think the next episode is Appreciation Day. Ooh, okay. Uh, can't wait to watch that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at X. Wait, it's at Excellent Pod. I almost said duh. Yeah. Is, it, is it? No, it's not duh. Okay. At nope. Excellent Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, just send us our email. Uh, Jason, email. Is it, at- it is uh, the excellent podcast at gmail.com. Uh, fan art, you can always tag us on Twitter if you want. Mm. If you want. All that good stuff. And uh, be sure to leave us a, uh, a good rating and review on Al- uh, Apple Podcasts. And uh, maybe a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. Be very much appreciated. And from that, we will see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.